morning, everyone, and welcome to Three of Cups Story Hour. This is Josh, Anna, and Isaac coming to you with advice, conversation, laughter, divination, runes, tarot, oracle cards, all sorts of fun to distract us from the woes of the world. And we certainly are all aware of current events and things going on. We are looking at stories of individuals who have challenges in their life and how we can apply our wisdom and our our divination in ways that will benefit them. We will dive right in today with our question because we're gonna get right to it. Before we do that, I just want to remind everybody, people that are very, very familiar with divination, tarot and runes and people that are not familiar at all, We consult the divinatory tools like tarot, runes, oracle cards, like we would a good friend. These are not tools that dictate our life. These are tools that help us kind of make our way through. We consult them, but we are our own best authority. And that's something that I think should be repeated every time we jump into this. So welcome this morning. Anna and Isaac are here. We have a question. Uh, from a a local person. Uh, Full disclosure, this is somebody that both Isaac and I know and have met. I have never sat down with her for a reading, so I haven't really become familiar with her spirits per se. Yet, I believe she may have been in a a group reading at one point in time. That's neither here nor there, but I want to make sure that uh, folks watching this understand that Isaac and I have met this woman. Uh, She's not somebody that is a stranger to us. So I'm going to just jump right into her email address, and then we will jump into the reading section. So here's here's our question. Here's our challenge. The email goes like this. Hello, Josh, Anna, and Isaac. I have been enjoying your podcast and learning a lot. I have tarot and medicine cards and find your podcast helpful in developing a relationship with the cards. I also ordered the Moonology Oracle deck after hearing Anna talk about it. So, yay. I am a Reiki and Aroma Touch Technique practitioner with a practice in East Burke and Barnet, Vermont. I practice at businesses where I pay the owners a percentage whenever I have a client. My practice has pretty much dried up with the arrival of the pandemic, in part because I am not really making an effort to reach out to clients or to advertise. I had five COVID safe appointments during the summer when three clients reached out to me. And I have also donated gift certificates to various auctions from businesses and charities that are trying to raise money. I am wondering where you might see my business going in 2021. I'm very much interested in continuing to offer these therapies and wonder how things will look. Should I start to be active again in advertising and reaching out to clients? Should I continue to maintain a business relationship with the East Burke and Barnett businesses? If you can only tackle one of these questions, I am most interested in how my business looks in 2021. Thank you all so much. Josh and Isaac, I hope to see you in person in 2021. All my best, Janice. So our, 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 our person is Janice and we're gonna dive right in. I am going to do the reading uh, first today. Anna will follow and Isaac will go after this. And when it comes to divination, when it comes to tackling these sorts of things, we're looking at uh, you know that one question, that very clear question. So she wants to know how my business uh, will look in 2021. So 
when it when it comes to this, uh, before I even dive into the the, the, the divination, uh, what I like to do is uh, kind of tell folks the the sort of uh, impressions and sensations that I was getting as I was reading that, and I was uh, getting information that was coming to me. A lot of folks don't know that I have a marketing background, and I've worked with you know at this point hundreds of small businesses across our local area. And uh, this is well before um, all of this stuff here. And the, the question about where is my business going to go in 20, 2021, uh, my first knee-jerk reaction, Janice, is to say, you know, your business is going to go where you take it, right? That we, we have to be aware of these outside influences like COVID and, you know, economic downturns and upswings and all of that. Yet, I, I am the, the believer that, you know, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, it is, it is our um, responsibility to kind of direct that ship. So I would, I would encourage you, one, to do this. What I'm, what I'm feeling is, uh, yes, please start advertising. Please start getting yourself out there. But, but the way I receive information is kind of like, um, uh, it's interesting how whenever I look at things in the future, how the equinoxes and the solstices kind of uh, are markers for me. My, my advice to you before I dive into runes and tarot is to take this time in the winter right now where everything is slowing down and we're kind of hibernating and coming into ourselves, uh, uh, regrouping, if you will. And I believe it would be appropriate for the spring equinox right around March 21st for you to say, hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm doing it, uh, I'm taking clients, I'm being safe, uh, you know, all of the stuff that you would do anyways around your practice. I, I get this impression that over the, you know, next two months or so, next eight to 10 weeks, now is a very good time for you to study, learn, get familiar with your cards, uh, you know, all of this stuff. The other thing that I would tell you is while you are, uh, as far as I know, you know, I, I am Reiki trained, yet I'm not a Reiki practitioner professionally. I, I, I like the idea that this is a, a faucet that should never shut off completely. And what I mean by that is, if you have people in your life, I, be, I believe you have a husband, Janice, uh, and, and other folks, pets, you know, even, even inanimate objects like sweaters or, or anything like that, I would encourage you really to not turn that faucet off to get your hands on your husband, your pets. Uh, you know, even if even if there's an apple tree in your backyard that you really love and want to see healthy, you know, spend spend some time on a warm day, uh, lending some reiki to that tree, uh, because you know all all living beings and anything that has animation, uh, a sense of spirit can benefit from that reiki energy. So that's, that's my sensation and impression. What I want to do is I want to cast the runes. I'm just going to do a basic rune casting here on, on, my, uh, on this white cloth. And um, uh, folks can see what's going on here. I have this uh, copper ring in the center. And I like to toss the runes on this white cloth and see which ones uh, turn up. And uh, generally concentrating on the runes that are falling in the center. All right, so 
uh, we have four rooms in the center, and these are all wonderful rooms. Let's talk about them. Uh, I'll sh I'll show you the rune that was actually my rune for today, and I, I love this. This is a this is a rune. Um, it's Yera. Uh, it's the rune for year, and what it talks about is cycles ending, cycles beginning. Uh, this kind of means the summer harvest, and we harvest what we work for. We reap what we sow. This is this is it's so funny. I get this rune very often on Mondays when we're kind of walking into a new cycle. So this was right in the center there, and I and I see that that's. Uh, there's a sense of uh, knowing when the cycle should end and when the cycle should begin. This rune right here that kind of fell in the bullseye is the, the seventh rune, and this is Gibo. And Gibo is uh, the gift, right? And this is, it's, it means the gift. It can mean divine gift. It also talks about uh, equal reciprocity, um, meaning that, you know, when you give something to somebody, they're giving something back. It's that equal exchange. Yet I see that as being the seventh rune. This is one of the luckiest runes and I see that as a blessing for you. So uh, I do believe that 2021 should be a year where you offer up your services, offer up what you do to the general public. The world needs all the healing it can get. The other two runes that fell in the center here, Fehu. Uh, uh, Fehu is uh, the very first rune in the rune rose, and Fehu is the rune of resources. Uh, to the ancients, to our ancestors, this would have been the rune of cattle because, you know, before before money and gold and anything came along, cattle would have been one of the biggest resources. But there's an idea behind Fehu that we don't uh, we don't hoard our wealth. Wealth must flow. Money should flow. Meaning that you know, if you were somebody you know, uh, uh, you know, somebody in 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 a, in a position of power in a community, you want you want the you want the the money and the resources to flow, so everybody in the community can benefit, and yet, uh, in and of itself, that creates more abundance. It is a rune of abundance, and yet, I when I'm when I'm talking about it here, I really like the idea of. Uh, don't turn the faucet off. Always keep your practice going, even though it's not in a professional manner. You want to be doing, uh, you want to be doing Reiki and uh, other things to people that are in your safe sphere. The other, the other room that fell right in the center is uh, Redo. Redo is the the R rune, if you will, and this is the chariot, and it's. It's it's the journey. It's the it's the blessed journey, and and uh, it, it's 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 kind of the way of saying, you know, you're on a journey, but you're supported along the way. There are forces coalescing around you to help bring you along your path. So everything here, you know, there there are some runes that aren't very fuzzy. Everything here says yes, do it. Please take into consideration, I don't know why, um, and this might be more personal to your life, Janice. I don't know why I'm getting wait until the spring equinox. This may have something to do with uh, the fact that over the course of two months, more people will have a vaccine. Uh, it might be a little bit safer. It might be more appropriate. I'm not really sure what this is, but it's very much wait until uh, the spring equinox. Now, I wanna talk about just one more rune that's on the outside way, way over here, kind of sitting over here by itself, and I'm just being drawn and my attention is going to it. 
Uh, this is one of my favorite runes. It's not a it's not a fuzzy rune in any way. It's it's Nothies, and Nothies is uh, the the rune of constriction and restriction. Um, it's need. Um, it's very hard in English to translate uh, what the ancient Norse would have talked about when they talked about uh, this rune, but it translates to need fire. And when we are pushed into a corner, uh, it is it is up to us to kind of burn bright from within to get us out of that corner. The best example that you could think of is when, when a person's expenses or bills are greater than their income, there's that need fire that you have to come up with to say, okay, what am I gonna do to manage my expenses and bills better? What can I do? Maybe go get a different job, go do something else to increase my income. There's, there's only one person, Janice, here that can drive your shit and it is very much uh, up to you this is the rune of uh, necessity is the mother of all invention. Right now you are someone who has a gift and that goes back to Gibo, the gift. And I have to tell you that I'm a firm believer that every person, everybody on this planet, out of all 8 billion people, everybody brings a different set of gifts to the world that the collective table of humanity can benefit from. And I believe that that applies to you. And I also feel, Janice, that you need to hear that, that you need to hear that you have a, a gift that the world can benefit from. And it's just a matter of timing here. So please, yes, uh, do as much as you can to uh, flourish, I guess is the right word, your business. Get it get it up and out there. Get yourself known to clients. I also want to talk about, uh, it's interesting, I want to talk about like data management. I'm not sure how much data management you have. I would love for you to have, and this is kind of a business uh, stuff here, but for some reason this is important. I would love for you to have, uh, if you don't already, some sort of database spreadsheet, MailChimp, constant contact, where you can kind of send people emails and get them all at once. Let's say that if you had 50 clients, all 50 clients should be on a spreadsheet or in, a, in a, uh, an email engine, if you will. So you can kind of get that out there. There's more concentrated focus on your message and how you can get it out there, everybody. So that's it, that's it for me. I'm gonna turn it over. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it over to Anna. Uh, that was a lot of fun, Janice, and I, I, I hope that you got what you needed out of my portion of this. So, Anna, please, uh, please take over. Hi, Janice. It's lovely to talk to you. And it's an honour and a pleasure to have a look at your cards um, with regards to your question. Also, I get the advantage of going after Josh. Um, and as he was talking, as he was running through his, his reading for you, a lot of things were firing off in my brain to do with the cards that I had spread out already. I've, I'm looking at them now and I was dealing them as Josh was talking. And there are a lot of crossovers happening already, which is really interesting to me and not altogether surprising either. Okay, so the first cast that I drew for you were from my Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Oracle, um, and a, a sort of significator energy, if you will, um, to look at your energy right now in relation to your question specifically. And um, they're very pertinent. The first um, card is the card of the peacock. There's a bit of a glare on that card. I'm sorry about that. Not much I can do about it. But anyway, it's a beautiful image of a peacock and we see the peacock's head and it's, um, it's it, the feathers that, that come, I don't know what you call that, the feathers on top of a peacock's head, his crown, I suppose. But there is the feeling with that card. When I looked at that card and the, the words I had in my head were shake your tail feathers. You know, you are being asked to look at how you are perceived, 
how your business is look how your business looks how it is appreciated by your audience i think there's something about that um it that that look of the business how it appears on the page how it appears on social media how it appears in your advertising but also you as a person taking pride in what you do as representing what you do and really feeling the making um, there's a feeling of making the most of that expressing that and expressing it confidently like I am the package this is what I do and I am proud of what I do and expressing that confidence because the peacock when he spreads his tail fan it's just such a visual spectacle and that's the thing that I was struck by you know there is such a power in that thing in that and there is a beauty in that um, so take pride. I think that's what I want to say to you. Take pride in in what you already do, and 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 understand the value of what you do, uh, and be proud of that, and realize that that has what you have built up so far has got has got potential, has got you know strength. You know you you should be proud of what you've built so far. And the next card we have for you is the card of the earthworm, which talks about as Josh was saying about the winter, and the time to prepare, the time to focus, the time to move more slowly and and think your way through problems. That's earthworm energy to me. The earthworm also talks about working through your vulnerability being prepared to be honest with with yourself and, and about the areas where you feel vulnerable and and how you then cope with self-expression confidently as a result so um you know anything that you are focusing on at this time you know looking at the business in relationship to how you run it and how you want it to run you know this is a really good time to work those sorts of things out um the earthworm also talks about new beginnings new starts and actually you know the the the, the work you need to do in order to really fully step into a new beginning or a new start so there's plenty to do right now, even if the, you don't feel like you're getting the results that you necessarily want, maybe two or three years down the road, there's plenty of stuff you can do right now that is very valuable and will build toward that success in the future. So don't be put off, don't be disheartened. If the things you feel like you're caught up with on a day-to-day -day basis at the moment feel quite mundane, they're actually really important, they're really vital, and they will be the building blocks from which you can then reach the, the kind of giddy heights of success that you would like for yourself in the future. The card that comes up with those two is the Ace of Wands, which for me is the big thumbs up in the tarot deck. You know, it's yes, you have everything that you need to succeed. You just need to believe in the process. And also what Josh was saying about the spring, you know, that really, really resonated with me as I was looking at that card. And I was seeing that hand of opportunity. We see with the Ace of Wands, the hand from spirit coming in like a gift, holding this baton, this torch for you, which will then light your self-confidence. It will give you the opportunity to step into a new start, a new beginning and a sense of um, self-confidence within what you do. And I see that coming in for you in the spring. There's a sense of the ignition key being turned in the spring, that thing's beginning to fire up in the spring. And also to do with contact, to do with physical contact in the spring. That was the other thing that came in for me with that card. So then I asked for, after that, I asked for a confirmation from my Witch's Wisdom Tarot, which again was the Ace of Fire. Um, which is a 
again, it's a double message for the Ace of Wands, which is have confidence in what you do. Believe in what you do. It has huge potential for success, for you to manifest your desires. It will require action, it will require effort, but you have everything that you need in that cauldron to bring what you want about. Um, and again, a double message there regarding the spring timing. So I asked, what was your routine? You know, where have you come from to this point? And we got the seven of, this is the seven of fire or the seven of ones, which talks about the expenditure of personal energy, working hard towards a goal and the need for confidence. This is um, in this particular image, it's a lion seated within a garden and he feels very calm. He feels very peaceful because he has a real sense of his own direction. Um, it's quite different to the Rider Waite Smith version of the Seven of Wands, which is much more um, combative, if you like. There's a calm serenity about the lion in the Witches of Witches Wisdom Tower. It tells me that you need to cultivate that sense of um, confidence in what you do and what you have to offer. And that will really stand you in good stead because we do have uncertainty with the moon. There is you know, you're reflecting on things at the moment. You are feeling uncertain in some ways. Uh, there are things which you're not entirely sure about right now, but what you're doing instinctively to you makes sense. And I think that's what I'd like to say is, you know, whatever you feel needs to change, whatever adjustments you need to make, um, make them, but instinctively, you know, you're doing the right thing. There is a place for you and the world of the Council of All Beings is here as a, an energy or route through into this reading saying that you do have a place or a, you are required to fulfill a duty. And I feel very strongly that your business and what you do has a place within the wider world. Within that card, we see an empty space on a, it, it feels like a group or a gathering of, of peers, of, of people who share um, a similar mission, who recognize one another's skills and abilities. They're all different, but no one is more important than the other. And there is a gap in that group waiting for you to fill it. So there's a sense of purpose here. It gives you that sense of personal purpose and there is also the sense of working towards an end which is beyond and and it's it's to talking yeah it's about a purpose which is goes beyond you and out into the world in some way that is healing and cohesive um and then I want to talk about what you had coming in because obviously I wanted to know what you had coming in this year and the cards that we have coming in for you this year are really specific Okay, the first card on the table is the Ten of Pentacles or the Ten of One, uh, sorry, the Ten of um, Ten of Earth within the Witch's Wisdom Tarot. We see a very direct path through a dark forest leading towards enlightenment, leading towards your goal. And the Ten of Pentacles speaks of arrival at the place of desire or completion of your material realm. So we're talking about your job and your business as a thing here and being able to find the pathway to that completion of your desires and ambitions for your business coming to you this year. Because we have, after that, we have the six of fire, which is, is victory over struggles and hardship and a feeling of gratitude. In this particular vision of the Six of Fire or the Six of Wands, 
one of the um, images, the central image, is two little crane flies coming together to make a heart shape with their bodies. They're mating, that's what they're doing. They've emerged to create this opportunity for growth together. And there is this feeling of emergence into potential, you know, feeling that potential really arising and being able to make the most of your skills and talents. Because the last card we have for you in this line in the future is the nine of earth or the nine of pentacles which talks about the joy of doing a job that is not only fulfilling, but self-defining in some way. It's the kind of work that gives you not only satisfaction, but completion. It's the kind of work that makes you feel glad to get up in the morning. It makes you, it drives you forward. It gives you a sense of deep completion. Um, there is, for me, that's the card of self-employment. You know, we're looking at being able to support yourself abundantly in the manner of your choosing. So whatever your skills are, supporting you to the point where you no longer need to struggle. That, that's, it, it just talks about your journey towards that 10, you know, that completion, that fulfillment. And the two oracle cards that I got out for you to, um, at the end of your reading to conclude it was the first was to step out of your comfort zone. So if there are any areas which are blocking you, and I would suggest the only area that I'm aware of um, that could be a block are to do with personal confidence and pushing yourself out there and being at the forefront of your business, being that peacock. Step out of your comfort zone, you know, take on the world, show the, show the world your skills because your skills are beautiful and should be appreciated. And the second, is your hard work is paying off. And I do believe that is referring to your business in the future this year. You know, any efforts that you put in, if you focus your intent, you focus your efforts, they will work towards your goal for, you know, success for your business this year. So put all of your energy, put all of that ace of wands, fire, purpose and, and inspiration into the process of promoting your business. And, um, and yeah, and you will reap the benefit of that, most certainly. So it will be a year of hard work, but it will be very, very rewarding. And that's what I've got. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Thank you, Anna. Uh, we'll just turn it right over to Isaac. I'm sure he's got all sorts of things coming through for, for, you know, for his reading that you know, he was picking up on while we were sharing. So Isaac, take it over. Hey, Janice. Uh, actually, my reading, I went with a different angle a little bit, but it's interesting because there are some repeating themes. Well, there, there's a lot of repeating themes, but uh, as well as some repeating cards. Uh, my question was, <clears throat> what does 2021 look like for Janice's business? I wasn't kind of looking for any advice as much as just kind of seeing what 2021 has for her business. And so the start of it, which is what the story is all about, is the Ace of Wands. And that, as you know, Anna had mentioned because she had pulled uh, her deck's own version of this, it is talking about overcoming some difficulties for, for starters, but successfully. So it, it's right, right at the bat. And, and this, this reading in general, which is in front of me, kind of talks about how things might not be the easiest, but you will be successful at this. There, there's no, there's no really bad like, oh no, you know, your, your business is gonna fall apart or any part or anything. It looks really great. It looks really great for you. So the 
these uh, positive or giving aspect that's helping form the story is the three of pentacles. And this is talking about your work, specifically the work that you do and the work that you do well. This is a card of craftsmanship. This is a card of what you've built up. And, and there's also a, an element of people admiring it too. So people are seeing it, people are seeing the work you're putting in and they're appreciating it because it's good work. So this is talking about your work as, you know, as a healer and people appreciating it. It kind of ties into what everybody was talking about, about uh, maybe you're not feeling so confident in that, but people are seeing your work and they are appreciating it. Just because this past year has been difficult, it's not because you don't do good work. It's, I mean, pandemic and also just a certain amount of putting yourself out. The thing that's in the past and this kind of echoes that temperance. Temperance is for me kind of a card of healing. It's also a card of balance of finding that middle way. But in this reading specifically, I feel like it's talking about how you've had a steady build of your business. Maybe not something that's too quick for you to handle or anything, but a steady solid foundation where you've been building and building and doing well. And this is kind of the, the past. This is kind of the, the foundation that this is built on. So, so far you're doing great in all of this. For the story to develop, for the story of your business in 2021 to develop, I pulled the world card, another one that Anna had pulled for your reading. So this is talking about completion of cycles. This could be tying into what Josh was talking about. Finishing the job, putting, you know, picking up all the loose ends, figuring out how to tie in databases, how to finish the job and, and connect to people a little more, you know, to, to kind of finish that loop, finish that cycle, find that completion and that, that connection. Uh, so that I would just kind of echo what Josh was talking about in finding different ways to better connect to people and to better bring people back in and continue that cycle of working with people, you know, connecting and not letting people slip away because of big, scary world things. It could also be talking about the end of the cycle as in it could be referring to the to the vaccine, kind of the idea of things trying to shift a little bit with the pandemic situation. So hopefully, you know, I don't know if that's just me being hopeful and hoping things really start shifting somewhere in 2021 for all of us. That would be really lovely. And that would make sense. I mean, the world is kind of a big card. That's one of the major arcana. That's a big energy. What is being withheld from the situation is the three of wands. And I see this as a bit of planning, a bit of, you know, looking forward, trying to figure out what's coming. It's not going to be easy because we're probably going to get a few curveballs. Not probably, we're going to get a few curveballs. We don't know what's coming up uh, throughout the year to easily plan around for our businesses. So there's a little bit of making room to just do the work, go with the flow and understand that sometimes the best laid plans will fall apart. And that's not necessarily your fault. I mean, the world's a little crazy right now. So 
at the center of this story, <laughs> I love pulling this card on this podcast, the Three of Cups. So at the center of it all there is a sense of celebration. To me, this is talking about doing the work that you love. In my reading right here, through, through all of this, you know, there are some pentacles that are going to pop up later, but it is talking more about fulfillment than necessarily becoming rich off of the job, I guess. But there's a lot of stability here as well. But there's a lot of heart fulfillment in this reading that I have in front of me. So I'm, it's looking like a good year to me. Not maybe necessarily the best monetarily, not the worst. You know, I'm not saying, oh no, you know, you'll be happy or, but it's, you know, things are difficult right now. And if you love this job, if this is what fills you, you should be doing it. Just figuring out how to make it work, right? How to make it work monetarily, how to tie up those loose ends and, and, and make the business work a little better. But it, it, you're, you're still in a challenging year. But from what I'm seeing, you're going to be doing an amazing job with that. Uh, you know, what's leading everything to stability? Ten of Cups. And that's, you know, that's emotional fulfillment. That ties back into what I was just talking about. If you love this job, keep with it. And where it's all headed to is the Emperor. And this is a card of stability. So again, he's not... I wouldn't necessarily say this is the card that's saying you're going to uh, be overwhelmed with lots of money and lots of work, but this is talking about stability, about having, having the work. The work is going to be there. If you play your cards right, you should be able to, you can make this work. You can make this work. It's just, you know, you have, you have, a, little, you have a little bumps to work around, but you can do this and it's going to turn out great. So that's my reading. That's what I got. Cool, that's so I'm going, um, sorry, Anna, not to, not to interrupt you, but I'm, I'm going I just, to- I just, as, as Isaac was reading that, I just had this lovely connection between his Three of Pentacles and the Three of Cups there. You know, oh. those two threes, that creative solution leading to celebration. Um, you know, the, the result of the hard work leading to that joy of celebration of like gratitude. And again, gratitude and blessings in that ten of cups. Like, thank you for the release <laughs> from worry. <laughs> thank you for the relief from stress. You know, that arrival in a place of, of um, joy, gratitude, celebration and being able to share that with other people as well. I, mm. I really love that. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Like it seems from all three readings, like Janice, you got this. I mean, it, it's not like you got this. It's going to be easy. You know, you just have to, things are going to happen around you. That three of pentacles is talking about, you have to work. You do have to build that, that structure for people to appreciate. So it's, it's not going to be an easy thing, but it is going to be work of joy because it seems that it really connects, this work really connects to you. And this is what Josh was talking about, being here for a specific kind of work, bringing in your own kind of energy, your own medicine to the world. This is, it looks like, at least from what I'm seeing in the cards, this is where you shine. So keep on doing it. However, 
however you can. Yeah, this the future is kind of weird and uncertain, but and so that means that this will not be the easiest year to do it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And I want to kind of piggyback on uh, Isaac's reading a little bit. Uh, and in 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 this rune casting, some of the runes on the outside, you know, when I when I see this rune right here, uh, this is Wunyo, this is joy and bliss. That is uh, essentially pleasure. Pleasure shared is pleasure doubled. When I mm. see that in conjunction with Fehu, what that means is the person who's rune casting this is is either in this moment or will in the future be doing something that produces income that fulfills them and brings them joy. So that's, that's really, you know, and that's, that's anything that, you know, in this world where we have to make money, that's really anything that any of us could ask for. I also see, uh, I want to talk about the emperor too, because the emperor has, you know, that very solid foundation, but it's a very masculine card. You know, that's mm -hmm. not the empress. That's, that's a masculine card. And two runes right here that were kind of clumped together uh, were, were Ingwas, which is, you know, the seed. This is the masculine rune and Kainaz, which is uh, the torch or the, the rune of illumination, bringing, bringing something into existence out of nothing, right? So we see kind of two beginnings here, but I want to talk about that masculine energy because uh, to me, you know, outside of gender and sex and all of that, I see masculine energy as assertive energy uh, asserting our will upon the world where feminine energy is kind of receptive and nurturing to me anyways. So I would encourage you, Janice, not to apologize uh, and, and not to feel shame in any way around your efforts here to, to confidently walk into this world and assert your will upon it. I believe anybody should do that as long as they're not bringing pain and imbalance into the lives of others. And in fact, you're bringing the opposite of pain and imbalance. You're bringing healing and balance to others. So don't apologize for that. And please, you know, w walk into this world and walk into this upcoming year with that energy of assertiveness, please. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and, into and, the... and literally shake your tail feathers. You've got a lot to be proud of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's that's pretty much you know that that expansive kind of young energy of 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 uh, of of the emperor is kind of putting it out there. You know, shaking this, your tail feathers, like you were saying. But specifically, like you were asking, should you should you put out ads? Yes. Yes, advertise, let people know the work that you're doing. You're being COVID safe, you're being responsible. Let people know that, let them people know that you are still doing this work in a safe way. Let them know that and people should, people should start, people should respond. It should pay off. I, I mean, 2020 was a year of, you know, pain and suffering imbalance and I think 2021 should naturally be a response to that where it should be healing and nurturing and bringing balance to to the lives of others and <laughs> there there can't be enough of that in this world right now so, so Janice please uh take this into consideration and uh best of luck to you I mean we're all rooting for you and we'd love to hear your story uh you know months from now we'd love to hear uh, how the year is going we really would mm -hmm. Maybe after uh, after the equinox, I guess. Right, right. Later on in the year. <laughs>
So, all right, we are going to, uh, I, I believe that brings us to uh, our, the conclusion of Janice's reading. I, I hope that anybody that's watching this, anybody that, you know, whether, you, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a business owner, uh, you know, if you're just trying to do your best in this world and make it through, I hope the, the, the concepts and the ideas, the philosophies that we've discussed up to this point help you. I mean, that's, that's the point of this. Sure, we are taking this time to help Janice, but these, these ideas and these concepts can really benefit many, many people. And that's what we're, that's what we're hoping here. So uh, please let us know, everybody watching this, let us know. Um, we're going to jump into our fun part. And not to say that that wasn't fun, doing that for Janice. This is kind of our chance to blow off a little steam and use divination and tarot runes, oracle cards to kind of look at a mystery, look at something a little wacky, look at something a little unconventional, unorthodox, a little different. We have looked at uh, Bigfoot so far. We have looked at, you know, did Paul McCartney uh, die in 1967? We've looked at some pretty fun things. <laughs> and this, this is something that I find fascinating. Now, the way we go about this segment of our uh, video and podcast is that one of us, and that's me this week, selects a topic, and this is going to be a blind reading uh, by the others. So uh, in, in this week, Isaac and Anna have no idea what I've selected. They have no preconception about what's going on. This is going to be completely blind until I bring this information to them. And this is where I do that. All right. I feel like I need some Star Trek music to uh, bring me into this. <laughs> some woo. All right. Uh, in, in 2017, Oumuamua, which is Hawaiian for the scout, became the first known interstellar object depict, or detected passing through the solar system. With its unusual elongated shape, its hyperbolic orbit that was not gravitationally bound to the sun and its puzzling motion due to non-gravitational forces, some people wondered whether it was an alien probe. What is the true origin of this interstellar object? Now, for folks that uh, may not be familiar with this, essentially what happened in 2017, uh, an object kind of long and cigar shaped came into our solar system uh, I, I, I don't know the exact trajectory, but essentially it just whipped around the sun. But as astronomers were looking at it, it didn't make sense to anything. It didn't make sense to the, uh, to the uh, at, at that point, known activity of a comet, uh, a meteor, an asteroid. Nobody knew what it was. It was really weirdly shaped. And I guess it was like spinning end over end. Right now, this kind of popped back up into the news because a really renowned Harvard physicist, I believe, he's a physicist, uh, scientist, if you will, it basically said what we experienced was alien technology coming into our solar system and then going back out. He's very much convinced that this was not something of a natural origin. So this isn't just UFOs, this isn't just uh, aliens. Uh, we're going to jump into doing a reading around what was Oumuamua, and that's how we, that's how we pronounce it, Oumuamua. Uh, so I will turn it over to Isaac with the question, what is the true origin of this interstellar object? 
All right, I'm going to turn this question on its head a little bit because while you're talking, I was thinking, well, if I ask, is it extraterrestrial? The answer is yes. I mean, even if it was just an, an asteroid, it would still be extraterrestrial. It is outside of the planet. So I have to be a little trickier with the question if I want to get interesting, right? So I'm thinking the question should be, for me at least, I mean, you, you guys go about it however you want, uh, obviously, but uh, I'm thinking is a muamua made by extraterrestrial life? Three card answer. This was a muamua created by an extraterrestrial life. Whoa, okay, cards are ready to go. Okay, so this is, <laughs> it's funny because this middle, the middle card, and I feel it's just the cards are being cheeky because that's what they do, right? The star. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, I mean, if it's not the moon and it's not the sun and it's out in the sky, if you're looking from the planet, it looks like a star. So, um, okay, cool. And, you know, we're thinking about this. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you the second card as I'm trying to, to, to sit with it. It's the two of pentacles, which if you're just listening, it is a gentleman with a really funky hat holding two pentacles with a sort of infinity symbol around them. And it reminds me a little bit of an orbit. So even though it's not necessarily a stun thing, it's still, I think I'm going to take this as talking about it being caught in an orbit, being moved around in a cycle in a certain kind of balance. And so that, so, okay, so we're, so, so far we have a non-terrestrial object moving around in a certain orbit, but not necessarily due to the sun. So the third card, and this is an interesting one, the Queen of Cups. Now, I really have no idea how to really sit with the Queen of Cups, because the Queen of Cups, to me, you know, normally, I mean, first of all, court cards, we've talked about this before on the, on the podcast, how how they can be kind of tricky because sometimes they're referring to a person or sometimes they're talking about the energy, right? And the queen of cups is, is a woman or, or the energy of a woman who's, you know, who, who's very much in tune with the emotions, might be a little out of balance with it potentially uh, depending on what's surrounding that card. But, but, you know, cups are, cups are, are, are the, are the our emotion, are are the movement of the heart, and and the queen is, you know, is 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 that queen energy, and I'm still I'm digging, I'm digging, Isaac. Guys. Isaac, Isaac <laughs> I have to I have to I have to interject here. I'm sorry, I have to interject. I have to interrupt. Take a moment, please, and look closely at the card. Look at every detail in the card, and look at the story that card is telling you. What are you trying to get at? Because I'm, I'm looking at it. We have, you know, a woman staring intently at, at her throne. No, no, don't look at the queen. Don't look at the cup. Don't look at the queen. Don't look at the cup. Look at every detail outside of her. Look at the throne. Right. What about it? And it's, it's, it's mermaid folk. 
What about the return? So there's, I don't know what this is. There's something in the detail of the card that will help unlock this for you. That's what I okay. can tell. All right, but you don't know what you're. You're just getting. You're getting the feeling. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll look. I, I, yeah, I'm just. I'm just getting the feeling. I don't know what it is. I'll look up the Queen of Cups in my deck here. Um, I know that there's something in that card. The other thing is, I have is, a phrase in my head. I have a phrase oh, in my okay. head, but I'm not going to share it yet. I'm going to wait for you to come <laughs> to your conclusions. I don't want to spoil your hmm. your flow. You know, but I have well, something I, in my mind. My my three cards are more just. You know, they're talking more about. It, and and I mean, we could be talking about a a person that made something. No, look 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 over her head. Look look over the queen's head. Okay, I'm looking over the queen's head. Here, and I'm gonna hold it up to the screen for everybody to see. Over her head, like I said, there are two little mermaids in her throne, over a shell because she's very aquatic and very oceanic. So, what about over her head? I just, you know, I get, I get, I get the sense, I get the sense that, um, I just, I, I, I get, I get the sense that there's something looking down from above. They're looking down from above. Those are kind of sentient, unseen beings. I mean, I might be putting my own little uh, spin on this. The other thing that I have to say is the two of pentacles, look at the guy's hat. As soon as you pulled up that card, you know, I actually was thinking that. I was actually thinking that the hat being like—that's why I brought up the hat when I mentioned it with the weird hat. Because yes, he he does kind of have he does kind of have that weird alien head. Um, yeah, gated skull that a lot of those like the Peruvian skulls, you know, that they found. Mm -hmm. It could I, be. Um, I, I I just want to jump in here and um, and say yes to the notion of the hat. Um, but also the kind of idea that that's an aerial as well. It's lit up, mm. it's red, it's vibrating, it's it's hot, it feels hot to me, like it's receiving stuff. Um, and also when I was, when you held up that Queen of Cu um, Cups card and when you're talking about that Queen of Cups card, I heard in my head deep space. Because when we look at that cup, what's she looking into? She's looking into that deep space mm. within. You know, and, and that can be on a macrocosmic or a microcosmic level. It can be personal, it can be global, it can be, you know, individual or, or it can be universal. But it is talking about that deep space depth. And it comes, that notion of deep space comes into my mind, or it did anyway, when mm -hmm. you were looking at that. I like that. And that's interesting. And that I, I can see that, that, that having that, that depth and deep space. Kind and of the unknown. Yeah. Also coming from the unknown, you know, the, the realms which are you know unexplored that she's gazing into that she's at one with i i want to throw another spin on the queen of cups here for you isaac uh and for some reason you know this is this is what i'm getting here um so when we look at you know kind of classic science fiction when we look at classic science fiction we look at we look at uh you know let's take uh you know sigourney weaver's alien movie right where you know the 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 aliens being a hive being a queen right and then we look at we look at certain sort of creatures on our planet that you know I, the, the first thing that comes to mind is is bees right we have a we have a hive mother a queen that runs that we live in a very patriarchal society and i believe you know skewer me or crucify me for this if you will i believe any advanced society would have a woman leader a queen 
So mm-hmm. that's that's what I see. I see there's that connection to, you know, advanced civilizations that will perpetuate and last are going to have a woman uh, or a female running them. So, well, I, for one, with my reading, even seeing this, you know, it's talking about I, that 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 deepness and the deep space really resonates with me with the uh, with the Queen of, of of Cups, but even with that coming from the depths of space and having a weird orbit, it's not to me necessarily saying that. And I know Josh, I know Josh, you you want to like if there if there's one out of the three of us that really wants the weird answer to be true, it, it's going to be you know. You know, going into this, you you have you 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 want it to be aliens. Um, I'm not sure it is, so I'm going to I'm going to take the the uh, the skeptical, but not the necessarily no. Like I'm not saying this is definitely saying it is out of the question, but it is not giving me enough of a definite yes. So I'm gonna I'm going to call you out on this a little bit. I'm going to call okay. you out on this a little bit. You haven't told us anything that we don't already know. That's true. I you didn't. haven't told us anything that we don't already know. And so you haven't answered the question. You bring it up with the tarot. I just told you what the three cards uh, were saying. Okay. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, I, I, I understand. I, the cards didn't give me anything. And that's why I'm staying agnostic about it. Because I don't feel so like. So you're staying right. neutral then, are you? On this particular one? On this one, I am because because it doesn't. The cards didn't give me a definite no or yes. The cards are just like, oh yeah, that thing in the big orbit. It's a thing in the sky, and deep space. Yeah, it's just like thanks cards. All right, that's so. I feel like they're being cheeky and non-committal. At least mine were. So hopefully you two get a clearer yes or no, because. From what I pulled, I didn't get that. No, I could try to pull another card just for clarification, if you want. So I can try to get a better answer. I just want a yes or no cards. I want a yes or no. Yes or no to what question? Oh, good Lord, you're right. A yes or no to, was this created by extraterrestrial life? Let's see here. This is created by extraterrestrial life. All right, this puts me firmly in a camp. And I'm sorry, Josh. What I pulled was the Three of Swords. And if you're unfamiliar with that uh, card, it is Three Swords piercing a heart. This is a card of disappointment. And if there's a disappointing answer for me, because as much as I try to really stick with the skeptic, uh, being a skeptic, I would love the cards to tell me this is totally an alien thing. But uh, I really, so I have gone from neutral to say, I'm afraid it is just a weird space thing that was not made by extraterrestrial life. I see, I, that see that three, I see that three of swords as the potential for you two to have some real arguments about this. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see the. I see the three of swords as a yes. I, I do. The, okay. the, the reason why is uh, swords are intellect and intelligence. 
Okay. And that heart's floating in the sky. Yes, and there's <laughs> rain falling from the sky with clouds. I see that as a yes. And guess and what? Threes are a creative number. Threes know, are a creative number. Creatively. <laughs> right. And how many how many letters are in the word yes versus how many letters are in the word no? <laughs> you know, okay, you know. But you see, this is the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> when you go into it and you want that answer, when you want that answer, you're gonna find it. That's why you need. That so you're you've already you've already stated your claim. You've you've planted your flag on the no side of that spectrum. So now it's gonna be my turn to all right. See where I land because I'm truly neutral. I I have no particular desire for one answer or another I genuinely don't I'm interested though I'm really fascinated so whilst you were talking Isaac I drew the spider and um I've been talking about this card a lot recently um and it's come up in other readings not necessarily in this form but in, in other decks I have like the witch's wisdom tarot this is the queen she's she's represented as Ariadne in that deck and she's the queen of air or the queen of swords very much thinking about thinking outside the box you know using your brain to find solutions um and also we're seeing the web of life here and connectivity communication and in this image of the spider it's a very universal image and we see the cosmos behind her you know this is the creatrix of the cosmos and I do think that this is talking about the potential for communication from other places. Mm -hmm. Because we do see the universe behind this web here. And I do think that, you know, life is all connected, whether it's terrestrial on our planet or it's come from elsewhere, that the potential for communication is always going to be at open it's always going to be there if we're if we're able to receive it if we're able to understand it so that's my take on that one so still neutral but still open to the possibility that this what was it again Oumuamua 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 okay so my question now will be same as Isaac's was Oumuamua alien truly alien in origin and I'm only going to draw, I'm going to draw one card and see what that says. Woo! And my answer is going to be yes, because I've got the three of wands here. And this is talking about arrivals from afar. From foreign shores. From different realities coming into our reality. So I'm going to stand by that. And I'm going to say that this figure here with his back to us, staring out to sea, is receiving information that he hasn't, hasn't had prior to now because it's come from a strange place. It's come from a far off place, a distant land. And that that has come into his awareness. And it's interesting this figure has its back to us. I think that, you know, our willingness to receive that kind of confirmation i think we are quite closed as human beings to that possibility you know we tend to you know our rational minds tend to think that's not possible that that's not acceptable that it's not part of our reality so we'll just block it out and so therefore that man's turned back you know his awareness it reminds us that we sometimes can't see the full picture we don't know what reality 
really, really does contain all the mysteries that we're unaware of because we choose not to look. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to say that um, Amur Amur or whatever its name is, is was did come from afar, did come from a foreign land and actually did come from the universe. And it was a moment of contact. So that's my take on it. So I've okay. planted my yes flag. <laughs> Excuse me, I wanna, I wanna <laughs> talk about, oh no, I really have to, like I'm geeking out here. So the spider, the spider equals to me alien intelligence, right? Because we see the spiders being very intelligent in what they construct in their webs, but it's very alien to us, even, even foreign to us here. But I wanna, I wanna bring something back to our Bigfoot episode. The Three of Wands came up in our Bigfoot episode. And I remember when the Three of Wands came up, not only is like the Three of Wands has to do with the Three of Swords because we're getting a three for yes again, okay? Yeah. But I remember in the Bigfoot episode, when the Three of Wands came up, that man is on that cliff looking down. He can see the ships, but I have this distinct impression that there's so much distance between them that those ships, who's ever on those ships, can't see that man on the cliff. Like he's lost and kind of hidden in the background. He's so far away. There's so much distance, right? That he's so tiny in the distance that that's that. that and that's what I get with the, the, the Bigfoot, you know, the idea that, yeah, that they're hidden. They're watching us. They're looking from afar. They can see us, but we can't see them. So I'm like geeking out over that. The Three of Wands is, the three of Wands is taking a... Uh, a life of its own here. Mm. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do, you know, uh, Oumuamua, was Oumuamua created artificially? Was it an artificial creation, meaning outside of uh, a, a natural? Well, it could still be a natural thing, Josh, don't forget. It could just, it could be organic life from elsewhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be artificial. It can be okay. non. It can be non-terrestrial in in that it comes not from this planet, but it could still be organic, i.e., not artificial. True, true, true. It could actually be something organic that was sent in our direction. So, uh, a, a good question was. Oh, okay, how about this? Uh, was was there was there in uh, a non-human intelligence behind Oumuamua? Or non-human intelligence behind the Shuffle the cards, turn them out, and go for the first three cards that my eyes are drawn to. Okay, so interesting. We're gonna we're gonna dive right into this. Um, the first card that I picked was the seven of swords. Okay. And, you know, conventionally speaking, the Seven of Swords is that sneaky card, right? There's a little bit of, uh, I don't want to say dishonesty. Uh, this card, I will, I do have to say that this card, uh, this card speaks to me right now. Uh, and, and, and in recent readings have, has spoken to me as uh, the go your own way card. This person is kind of going their own way outside of home base. So I see this home base back behind him going its own way and coming back. Interestingly enough, here we go. We've got the Queen of Swords. We see the Queen figure again with the swords being that intelligence. So we see the Queen with that sort of celestial figure sitting on it. I was like, I'm gonna be amazed if the Queen of Swords comes up with this. And she did indeed appear again. 
and we see that single aerial object, that bird above her. So we have that queen energy. And then I get the three of cups. So we have another three here. We have another three here, another affirmation. So I do believe not only was this an, an alien object, it was sent by a civilization that is run by a queen. That's my, that's yeah, my hot like take that. on it. I like that. And I like her sword as well, the queen of swords. Sword, it feels like, again, it feels like an antenna. Yes, yes. And, and they're raising their cups to the sky. I mean, you know, it's, 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 I'm going to take, I mean, it's interesting that over the course of this episode that as we have asked for yes or no's, we've each gotten a three. We've each gotten a three, which is, you know, I would take a three. If I had to say it was a th the, the energy of a three, a positive or a negative energy, I would say the three is a positive energy. Even that three of swords, that's a three, three letters and yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, you have anything to add to this? <laughs> no, well, you know, it's hard because, you know, it, it it's like, I could even look at, the three of you know the three of uh, of wands as a it got it's from afar but it's not you know not necessarily somebody behind it but then the the the, the, the spider really changes that doesn't it uh, ah and those ships the ships in the distance for the three of wands have intelligence directing it oh if you're talking about ships in the distance even with the two of uh, the two of pentacles that I pulled, there are ships in the background. It's, you know, he's playing around with those two. So what and do then we call the space vehicles? We call them spaceships, don't we? Right, That's what right. we call them. <laughs> so there I'll we go, we've got, ships in your, we've got ships in your two, we've got ships in my three, ships mm -hmm. all over yes. the place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then, you know, the Queen of Cups, you know, being she who, you know, the Queen of the Ocean, that which the ships sail, uh, sail on. Does the star even have ships in the back? It just, <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. It, does, it does have water. It does have that water, doesn't it? Um, also, also, Isaac, in the star card, if you hold up the, the card for us, hold up the card so folks can see it. Look, look what's over the woman. We see the bird in that. We see the bird, which is uh, uh, an aerial intelligence. Hmm. I guess it is. I'll still stick with no, just for just so we have you know a little bit of a little bit of dissent. I'll be the I'll be the uh, skeptic for for this episode. Uh, just to just to bring a little balance to it all, but. You know, there's room. Maybe you know there's we're right, though. You do know we're right, really. I know you know. We know. We know you know. You know we're right. <laughs> I will not confirm or deny that. Uh, <laughs> and also, you know, the situation could be so much more complex than that. You're talking about the idea that what if this thing is, you know, made by an organic process? What if this is part of an extraterrestrial life? 
you know um life is weird life does weird things on this planet you know life outside of this planet there's so much more room for it to do weirder and odd things for evolution to go in really strange direction so who knows mm. you know even the idea of like it's uh, uh you know josh you're talking about like a, a female-led society that's assuming there's females you know it that's who says that that's uh, uh a thing that presents itself in all life Sure, sure. I, I get that. I get that. I just went to, you know, Sigourney Weaver is such a badass. You know, I, I <laughs> went that, right to that. And that that is, is undeniably true. Is undeniably true. <laughs> anybody we who, can all agree on that at least. <laughs> anybody who disagrees with that is just flat out wrong. They just they're wrong. Yes. Perfect. All right. Well, I think I think we have our consensus here. I do believe Oumuamua had uh, some, something other than just a natural process behind it. Who knows what it is, but you know, they, they called it the scout for a reason. I really appreciate that. Uh, I believe that's our episode, folks. Uh, it's, this is wonderful. Isaac, Anna, do you have anything to add? No, another great episode. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it's always good. I, I, I really appreciate the, the end question because they're so you know they're so out there that's a lot of fun but i also appreciate the the beginning part because you know we we get such a cool consensus working with three different people with three different ways of looking at it the way that we get kind of this consensus of this is the situation you know it doesn't really veer too much one way or another i don't think you know knock on wood i don't think we've really had a point where we've disagreed in the 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 advice we're giving to somebody or the, the bigger picture and so that's that's really cool yeah i love i, I love doing this i love the fact that we when we do our readings and we do our individual readings around a question like isaac was just saying that there's so much that we share you know there's so much um correlation there's so much synthesis about what we what we're uncovering together and i think that's a really unique perspective because who goes to uh, you know what people go to a tarot reader and get three different perspectives all saying the same thing or talking about the same thing it's really confirming i think and very unusual i think we're doing something um that not many people get the chance to have and that's a really valuable thing yes 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 i will take that uh, opportunity anna to let folks know that you know Isaac, while he is not a professional reader, I am. I'm available at joshsimons.com. Anna's available at Ditch Witch Tarot. So anybody that uh, appreciates what we do here and anybody that's looking for more individualized or one-on-one -on -one guidance, you know, we're always available. So there's our little sales pitch. Uh, I, I will let everybody know who's watching this, who's participating with us, Thank you for joining us. We don't get anything other than the experience of doing this, the fun of doing this. And as you can see, it's a lot of fun for us. So please, if you have ideas for our fun question at the end, if you have challenges in your own life and you want guidance and clarity from us, we don't charge anything. You simply just need to email us. We uh, are available at three of cups story hour at gmail.com. We can't promise you that we'll get you in on an immediate episode, but you know, as long as the, the question doesn't involve any sort of uh, anything dangerous or, or hurtful, 
we can pretty much guarantee that we'll take a look at your situation. So uh, thank you both Anna, Isaac, this is a lot of fun. Both of you give me a lot of joy in this process and I hope folks are, are also feeling that joy as they're watching this. And that's it, you know, until next time. Until next time. So we're gonna sign off. Thank you everybody. Remember three of cups story hour at gmail.com and we'd love to hear your stories. So we'll see everybody. We'll see everybody on the next episode. Thank you again for this. Thanks. Bye. Bye.